0: into my basketball every time i rock man this is how we rap and rock peace to my man now we got the camera out every time i it cross over there. hello everyone this is josh also known as yashu and you're tuning into episode 33 of the tloy talks uh, podcast today we have one of the most rising and talented artists in the city right now you yes, know, more sir. so like one of the most rising and heating artists like in the un- underground right now, opening up for OGZ and like a lot of other people, too. You know, also performed uh, with the likes of uh, Portion, has songs with him, as well as with Singa Breeze and much more, too. And has been like in your interviews and all your other pods too. We have Scarbs on Bugs. You know, how are you doing today, man?
1: I'm doing good. I'm a little tired, but I'm good
0: i know what you mean man i mean we have to like uh, make it through with uh, whatever you have to do and all that um yeah just everything you know it's just the morning grind and all that not, not even like the morning grind but like just the grind in general it's just like kind of everything too you know so
1: yeah grind man. don't stop
0: <laughs> nah, man but yeah i've been like tapping in with the music too and like after seeing your show um you know with portion at uh cali's event back in february you know i had to tap mm-hmm. in with the music and you know the projects were like amazing to hear too you actually have like a New project right now called Asylum. It's out now on all platforms. So definitely discuss more about that, you know. But, you know, I want to get more into your, like, story for a bit, too. So, like, I was, like, Mm -hmm. watching, like, a lot of, like, the interviews and everything else, too. So can I say one thing to you? Yeah.
1: I think you're going to go farther than a lot of people because you actually did your homework. (laughs) I I just wanted to say that because I read, you know what I mean? I like that. I like that. I like that. You do your homework because you look what you just said. A lot of nobody's really asked me about that. Yeah, the OGZ. Yeah, I like that.
0: <laughs> nah, I know what you mean, man. But, yeah, I definitely appreciate it and, you know, much respect either way, you know. So, yeah, man. But, you know, getting onto this uh, topic uh, right now, just, like, you know, growing up in, like, Pitfield Plaza, you know, McCowan and Shepherd, mm-hmm. you know, what's that environment like for you growing up at the time?
1: Um, The plaza itself was a little scary as a child because, you know, the, separ- um, the townhouses there's a lot of dogs over there if you catch my drift and that plaza was um it was very fairly popular because we have a a few popular stores like at as a child the roti hut was the main thing and like it 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 created a lot of traffic you know so like a lot of outsiders would be passing through the the neighborhood so we would see that but as a child i used to be scared to go to that plaza just because you know it's for real
0: yeah i don't know what you mean i mean even around those uh, times too like in the 2000s like late 90s like Mm. you know violence was like kind of rampant at those times too like i mean especially like that whole uh jane uh, creeper shooting like back in like 04 like yeah you had a gun yeah they said yeah Yeah. it kind of like led on to like 2012 and I think it started to simmer down uh, recently, too, with everything going on. But, I mean, aside from, like, the violence in the TDC, you know, mm-hmm. not much uh, going on, you know, like, since, like, 2018. So, it's, like, yeah, yeah. It's not,
1: it's it's still scary, but not as scary, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: almost definitely. But even as a kid uh, growing up around that time, like, just, like, growing up in that area, too, like, what was, like, uh, you know, like, the whole, like, activities, uh, like, you know, just, like, at that time, just, you know, with, like, playing sports or, like, other stuff and all that?
1: Um... 90s and and 2000s early 2000s it was it was all about basketball dancing and that kind of stuff it wasn't really you know none of that gangster stuff really realistically okay. it was more about um
0: like ball runs and like yeah yeah like everybody to
1: thought they were gonna make it to the NBA at those times <laughs> yeah, now it's really. a little different you know yeah everybody wants to be everything but yeah. back those days it was like just strictly basketball yeah. dancing or rap or music, period. Yeah. That was it.
0: No, most definitely, man. And I mean, even at that time, too, because, like, the Raptors came by and, like, also, you know, Jamal Magalore, like, one of the biggest, like, you know, players from Toronto that actually made it to the NBA. Like, yeah. it was, like, a crazy time back you, then, either way. You used so. to eat at the Roti Hut. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. But, like, even growing up with, like, you know, Portia Porsche, Porsche mm-hmm. <laughs> and Singa Breeze, am my bad on that? Um, yeah. Like, you guys were, like, kind of, like, in the same age group, right? Or, yeah, yeah, uh,
1: roughly. Yeah, I'm a little... Just a slight bit older than Portion, oh. but um, Singer is actually my brother, Not like true. by, through marriage. You know, my mom. I mean, his his mother and my dad are married, so that's actually family. Not true. So growing up with Singer was was fun. It was, it was just cool to have a bigger brother. And, and with Portion now, growing up with Portion, um, I was really running around with his older brother not true for real like and i would it would be like he was by default he's my little brother you know cuz i was running with his brother but portion was like always had a i want to say a man like he always yeah. carried himself mature for his yeah. age as from yeah. from younger till now you know he was yeah. never really like i don't want to say goofy but he didn't he was always wiser than his age Uh, Yeah.
0: And I've noticed that, like, from the music, too, like, with his, like, first two projects, like, I feel like there's, like, a lot of maturity with that sound, too, and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, a lot of, you know, growth and, like, seeing his experiences, too, like, it's very interesting to see and all that, and even, like, life uh, before the fame, you know, before, like, Bugs was, like, even in the picture, Mm -hmm. like, what was that that, like uh, for you, like, at that time? Before the, like, before the music and stuff? Yeah, before the music.
1: Um... I was just trying to figure it out, you know, figure out which, which direction I was going to take my life. You know, I, I came to a point in life where it was like, you know, I've been in some trouble. I've done some stuffs, and I just came to a point, like you said, like which way was I going to take my life? Was I, was I going to continue down the path of of what I see as destruction or was I going to try to make a better way for myself and and, and and provide for the people that, you know, look up to me, respect me and all that stuff, you know, so I just decided to like change the way i was thinking and viewing life it's in itself
0: no 100 percent, man and you know even at that life uh, around two i mean there's like a lot of people that have like aspirations and goals on what they wanted to do mm-hmm. but like even at that first moment in life like what was like your initial goal or idea that you wanted to do for like a career or job like whether it's like you know playing for the nba or yeah. like, making music or like whatever. you're saying
1: like as a at a younger age or you're saying like when i chose to like jump into music or you mean you mean
0: like, uh more so like initially, like initially, when, yeah, like
1: growing up, I wanted to be a, a basketball player. I wanted to be a basketball player, but I always had fantasies of of being an artist. Like uh-huh. there was just like something in me. I used to always listen to music uh-huh. and 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 like like act out skits and stuff yeah. like that. Or some of my favorite artists' music videos, I'd like mimic it in the mirror and stuff like that. You know, so I always had that fantasy of it, but I always dreamt that I would be a basketball player.
0: Nah, no, most definitely because like I mean I think we even uh, talked about this too like uh, around that time you know everyone wanted to be like in the NBA too and like you know high school you know like you had to like actually compete to (laughs) even uh, be on those teams too and like I mean, especially around the early 2000s, like, everyone wanted to be a ballman, and, like, you had to compete against, like, people from Eastern, people from Commerce, you know, people from, like, all over. Good Olo players. H- yeah, man. <laughs> so, I mean, I wanted to ask, have you ever, like, tried out for, like, the high school ball team, anything like that? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I played, I played basketball up until the age of, like, seriously, oh. up until the age of, I want to say, 15, 16-ish. And then okay. after that, I chose a different route, but... Up until that point, I was I was locked in when it came to basketball. I really yeah. believed that I could do some damage, even though I wasn't that tall in high school and stuff.
0: Uh, and but, like that, yeah, and yeah. like that competition around that time, like kind of like grimy back then.
1: It was it was it wasn't as no disrespect to the younger generation, but it was it, it was a little bit rougher. I would say like we we were a little rougher, you know. The, the older these generation, like the kids coming up now and who's playing ball now the talent is crazy they're doing their thing but for us it was more about the roughness of the game and not being no punk and you know we we would take the fouls and all that stuff you know like and and the competition because it wasn't so it was like now there's there's so much talent those times it was like you know, you would have a three guys from Scarborough. You'd have yeah. a four or f- five guys from the West. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Now you have anywhere you go right now in the city, whether it's out of town, yeah. like, you're going to have a star. Yeah. Before, you knew where you were going to go to get the star. Yeah. So, you know, everybody was trying to t- knock out the star realistically yeah. or be as good as a star or get on that level. Yeah,
0: no, most definitely. And, you know, you know, aside from, like, you know, like, even with the basketball, too, like, mm-hmm. Like quitting at that time, did it kind of like reflect you on like getting more into your uh, music path for a bit, like on becoming an artist? Or Mm-mm.
1: when I stopped playing basketball, I, 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 I wanted to be. Uh, how do I word it? I, I wasn't following the rules at that point, gotcha. so I didn't really care. Like I lost my, what I would say, the inspiration for it. So I, I chose a different route and I stuck to that route because I felt like that was the best route for me. Nah, 100%, yeah.
0: man. Um, but, you know, even aside from that, um, like, what were, like, some artists or sounds that, like, you listened to, like, throughout your life? Like, I know that you mentioned that you were, like, you know, mimicking, like, certain, like, artists, like, from music videos and, like, also through, mm-hmm. like, other stuff, too. So, like, well, what was that?
1: in the beginning of time, I used to, my mom, my mom used to make me listen to a lot of, like, old school reggae and, like, a lot of, i say, R&B, too. So in the beginning, I used to, want to be like mc hammer and then as i got older my mother again put me onto dmx which is crazy to me she was listening to dmx before me shout my mother out but yeah i was i was listening to dmx little wayne little wayne was like my top he's like my top yeah. tier influences of life yeah. for for music wise you know like that was who i once that once i found out about the hot boys and all that that what became my idol yeah little wayne and i used to love listening to dmx and who else could i think of um buster rhymes guys like that in those early stages as i got older obviously it changed you know i started to i started to like jay-z at a point nas i started to understand the music a little bit different shine yeah beanie Siegel, jadakiss a lot of those rappers 100%,
0: no, 100%, yeah. man. And I mean, Wayne at that time, too, like, it's interesting that you talked about him. Um, mm-hmm. I know his mixtape era was, like, very crazy back then, you know, the drought one, the drought two, um, also uh, with, like, dedication two, three, four. Like, yeah. he was, like, a beast out there uh, back then, like, <laughs> even aside from the Carter tapes and all that, you know? So it's like, it was like his mixtape, his uh, mixtape game that kind of like elevated him into, like the Carter Free and all that. So like I yeah. definitely like see that influence like, right there. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He was he was dropping too much music <laughs> at that time for him to yeah. be even being ignored.
0: Yeah, nah, hundred percent too. And um, you know, even in that uh, sense too, um, you know, getting into more of your career uh, right now. Um, what inspired you to take your career to like, the next level? Like in that sense.
1: Um, like I was saying a little bit earlier, I came to a point in my life where. I was trying to figure out a way that I could incorporate the people that I love in my life and, like, people that look up to me and stuff like that. How could I incorporate them into my life fully, like, where we could make a movement out of it, you know? And music was the only thing I felt like we could do together. So I Mm -hmm. felt like even if I'm the artist, the producer, the engineer, whatever the case may be, my brother my cousin my mother could be the cameraman or camerawoman nice. you know like i just felt like music everybody listens to music loves music and i felt like you know um that was one way that i could keep all the people that i love together and just do something as a whole you know
0: yeah so it's like more so like building like the family together and all that too like yeah yeah just kind of like elevating them to show them that hey you know there's a career like outside of like what we see out right now you know mm-hmm. we could actually like make it off like with this music like this music stuff and all that up for a bit too so i know i definitely understand what you mean man yeah it was
1: it was it was and the truth is i've said it before is um i was really considering mainly like my core brothers you know like, you know, my uh, man, them, whatever, whatever word you want to choose. Like those guys, it was my core focus. Like, what could I start that keeps us all together and united and still moving together? Because everybody has a life outside. Some people have jobs, some people own business. Like, you know, whatever, work for somebody, yeah. everybody lives their own type of life. But what could we do that brings us all together? And, and musical is the only thing that I could, could think of.
0: Nah, hundred percent, man. And you know, I think you started off like uh, before too, like in a dance uh, group uh, for a bit. And mm-hmm. like you know, it's interesting too, like when people like incorporate like dance uh, through uh, music in that sense too. So, like, what like were there like ways that you incorporated like dance like within the music in that sense too? Like
1: it 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 helps me catch a rhythm, you know. Like it helps me catch certain rhythms in in the in the booth. You know only because i I used to dance so I could kind of you know. see how I would perform the song or see how I would what, how I would act it out in a in a video too as well so and when I shoot videos, I try to show them I got rhythm you know, I got a little bounce you know I don't want to be a stiff mannequin you know yeah. I haven't incorporated my dancing skills pause <laughs> yeah. you know pause yeah. you know fully but. Yeah, in, in due time, right? I'll let <laughs> yeah, them see that I you yeah. know I still got some some movement left for me.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely. You know, just speaking of like dance, uh right now too, I mean like even your era back then, like mm-hmm. ladies, early nineties, like two thousands, like jams were like a thing back then, like you know, you can really go out in the city unless like you see like a gem like Popeye and all that. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. what were like jams uh, like back then? Way better
1: than uh, you know what? Let me not do that. Um they were fun. They were really fun. Everybody was dancing no there was no mannequins and statues everybody was dancing and that was the best you know it was about your moves and how much girls you could bubble (laughs) at those times
0: and you know more so like on the select uh, playing like proper music and all that too because I mean, dancehall back then, like it was kind of crazy because I know like they were playing 2000 dancehall, some like 50 Cent, some Lloyd Banks, and some all that type of stuff too. So now it's like you know when you go to a gym, they're playing like top forty ish and like alkaline yeah, yeah, yeah. on like repeat. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's not the same, brother. It's, it's honestly not the same. I no disrespect, but uh, it's not the same, man. It's there's, they. Lo- I don't know what they lost. I don't know. Maybe they lost just the the essence of it. I don't yeah. know, but it's not the same. They're not. Yeah. And it's 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 re- it's just it's really oversaturated now too, right? You know, yeah. they're not really playing yeah. for for the crowd these days.
0: It's like more so for a check, like even the nightlife too. You know, like even like going to a night, a nightclub. You know, it was like tougher back then. Now it's like you know, it's a little bit more lenient here and there, like depending on the situation. But yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Like going out
1: now and, and yeah, is this. It's just different times, you know. Um I understand, you know, you gotta adapt, but this is completely different times, my brother. They're not uh, people don't go to the parties these days to dance and have fun and people go to the parties to watch face. You know, and see who's got it and talk about you know, they they're more watching face than enjoying the vibe of the party.
0: Ah, a hundred percent man and you know, even to speak more on uh, music right now, too, because we were talking about just, like, you know, top 40 music, you know, Mm -hmm. mainstream music for a bit, too. So, like, what are your thoughts on, like, the current, like, mainstream music scene uh, right now? Do you feel there's, like, a lot of, like, uniqueness uh, today or is it, like, very, like, recyclable (sighs) right now?
1: My honest opinion, (sighs)
0: there's a balance.
1: I will say there's a balance. There's a little bit of a balance, you know. There's a lot of uniqueness going on out there. But then there's a lot of the same old, stuff that we're hearing that's you know and i guess that's music right Mm -hmm. i guess but there's there's i guess there's an an enough uniqueness to keep it going yeah right because music keeps evolving right so there's enough uniqueness to keep it going but there's a lot of like you said
0: top what you say top 40 <laughs> i mean like when we talk about like top 40 rap like i think the most like popping artists out right now like if we could uh make it a bug it's like what dirk young boy little baby like estg drake <laughs> ice spice for the females yeah, koi yeah, lotto all, all that type of stuff too and typical then, stuff
1: typical yeah. stuff you know yeah they're, they're playing the, the guys i mean the number ones right yeah. little babies and all that stuff you're right they are playing a lot of the number ones and Skipping out, yeah, s- skipping out on a lot of the u- upcoming, and yeah. you know, like you said, some of the unique artists that actually have a different sound yeah. that could um create to the evolvement of music,
0: no, 100%. And no, I definitely agree too. And I think, um, what I could see right now is like it's like what the mainstream uh wants, uh, right now, you know, the labels and all that, like, hey. You know, we could put uh, push uh, the sound off for a bit too, but you know, it's not gonna be like something that you know we're gonna cater to. Like, we're gonna leave our upcoming artists like on the side too, unless they can create a hit. And like, I think that's like, the problem like with the industry too uh, nowadays because like they always want like a hit either through TikTok or mm-hmm. if you could like you know make it on your own too to make it catchy. Yeah, and even, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They're waiting for that. They're waiting for you yeah. to make that hit. They're waiting for you to make something like you said, something catchy enough. So they could bandwagon uh, it and then profit off of it. <laughs> uh, true, true.
0: Nah, but as far as like right now, like what are you playing? Like on like your playlist on that you know for a bit. What am I playing? Yeah.
1: I try as truthfully. I really listened to me so much, but after my last project or just before it, just before I dropped Asylum the EP, I was training. Not tra- yeah, training myself to 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 listen to a lot of other artists. And that goes from Toronto, because I listen to a lot of Toronto artists, shout out my city, shout out Canada. That's who I really listen to a lot, only because that's who I relate to the most. That's me personally, right? I'm not saying outside music, I can't relate to it and I don't feel it and whatever, but I'm from here. So whatever artist is is spitting or rapping or singing or whatever they're doing, I feel like I relate to them more. Yeah, yeah,
0: hundred uh, percent. And you know, getting onto part two of our conversation uh, right now, you know, recently you dropped you know, your project asylum So, like, what was like that whole creative process and inspiration uh, like for that project?
1: Um, I I originally wanted to drop an album, you know, but I didn't at that time. I didn't understand the work that needs to be put in to make an album, like an actual album. So I I made it I told everybody who i work with i'm like okay listen we're gonna do an ep instead and i'm in that mode so my process is just how i'm not necessarily how i'm feeling but like if you listen to it that's the ep itself that's where i'm at right now like mentally in my head you know so that's my part of my creative process i try to tap into i try to be as transparent as i can and try to tap into bugs as much as i can for the project that i'm working on and and yeah the 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 title came after like you know a couple songs were made because i was just seeing the vibe you know yeah seeing the vibe where we were going with it but my creative process is really just just really telling myself you got to put out a project so i i look at it like as if i was signed to a label i need to have a deadline so what am I gonna do in that pro- in that time frame? So I yeah. kind of set it up in that 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 format.
0: Nah, hundred percent. And you know, I've noticed like you know, like the whole like sound too. You know, more it's like kind of like more polished in mm-hmm. the sense. Of, like with the music video, with like the production, the beats, the engineering, it's like you know very like interesting too, and like I think very refreshing because you don't really get to see it like on like a lot of like other projects uh, nowadays too and like Mm -hmm. I was like listening to some of your old stuff too like you know never too late and like far from uh, far from perfect where it's like a unique balance between like R&B and rap and some songs like you -hmm. were singing like on some of the some of the tracks and like you know also like rapping up for a bit too so you know just like to get that whole like process and inspiration going so what was that like
1: for the the old tapes or like the old tapes the old tapes, were I I want to call them experimenting, I want to call them experimenting, you know. I I I was when I started, I just went f- like I like just went full force, produce as much music as I can, and just test out the waters. Like, can I sing? Can I rap? Can I sing and rap? Can I just rap? Can I be this this this? And I was trying to figure out. I want to say I was trying to figure out mainly my sound so to speak i was trying to figure out how how i'm gonna rope in the people you know and those projects was um me figuring out myself you know just figuring out my capabilities and if i'm that versatile and will they will they mess with me if i if i sing and rap will they mess with me if i sound like you know i was just trying to figure out what it was and those were my um those tapes were for me to reflect on and just study the responses that I was getting you know and 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 the process that went into those was all just freestyle and emotional whatever the emotions I should say not emotional but just emotions just in the moment of everything so that was the that was the creative process behind those those few first few tapes. And also with those tapes, those tapes weren't, it wasn't as thought out. You know, those tapes were more, I had a bunch of songs and I said, you know what? These four or five songs could go together. And then I put them together. It wasn't like a thought out thing. Asylum was fully thought out. Nah, 100%. Yeah.
0: and I mean, even with the asylum album cover too, like it's actually like very interesting too because you were a kid, you know, carrying like a water gun and all that, you mm-hmm. know, like so kind of like sh- matches like the whole like childhood like innocence side back then. Yeah, yeah. To seeing like what you could like uh, become uh, too with the vibe, you know, like a force to be like reckoned with, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, So yeah, yeah, yeah. I do definitely see like the interest side right there and all that, you know. So
1: yeah, man. I'm 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 a student to the game, right? So I'm 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 always I'm always learning and I'm always. Just studying so yeah. question for you what do you when you hear asylum and you see that picture what is your first thing that comes to your head
0: because when I'm thinking about that kid with the water gun too it's like you know someone who grew up in an environment where they see other people like encapsulated with getting into the whole like street culture and all that mm-hmm. you know seeing like all like you know the paraphernalia and all that and the media seeing like a lot of content too because we could say that at that time too in the hood menace to society you know dead presidents you know like people were watching that like in the hood and like kids were like tapping in they see all those guys you see like lorenz tate you know with the white mask and like you know the heist scenes and like you know you know boys in the hood too you know doughboy and like Mm -hmm. craig uh, like doughboy and like the other guy like fighting and all that you know it's a crazy vibe too so it's kind of like you know being influenced on like what you see but then when you like listen to each track here and here and here, it's like, you know, this is like the experience that we're living, you know, this is what we're growing up, this is like what we can relate to. Mm-hmm. And we're just telling our stories to all these other people too, on why we live this way and like, you know, if on how, and even like on how like music is like saving us to kinda getting us into like a better lifestyle, like a better like environment in that sense too. Like we don't wanna like you, go. You might've given yeah. the
1: best, the best, explanation of my TV. i might not even have been able to explain it that way thank you i shout you all for that that's just that's (laughs) kind of make sure you save this and that specific part of this just make sure you just send that to me so i remember because that is going to be what i'm going to tell people in my next interview this is why i did this because this 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 but that's that's basically what it is i'm just trying to paint a story for you i'm just trying to paint a picture yeah, yeah, and I was
0: definitely like even with the reels and all that too, like I'll definitely make yeah. a reel too in that sense. So, you know, Portion signing to Warner Music, you know, dropping like a lot of yeah. a couple of projects from there at the height of his uh, career too, like 2021, 2022. Yeah. Like what was like noticing that experience and hearing that news? Like, have you ever felt that with him signing to like a major record label while like you're independent, like in that sense too, did it motivate you in any way, shape or form to keep going? It, it did, but it's still pressure
1: because you got to remember, that's my brother. So now it's like oh shoot you signed. I got to step my game up a lot now. So it's still pressure but the motive it's like pressure that leads into motivation. Like his him signing made me know okay. Despite what he's got going on because he's my brother and I'm always going to support him and what he's got going on. I really have to step my game up now because Anytime I stand beside him, like you said, he's going to have a label, somebody looking at him. So I got to be on my A game, and I got to support him in the best way that I can. As brothers, as somebody that I truthfully have nothing but the most love for, I I have to be on my tip-top shape. I got to be on point. I got to make sure I get better. I got to make sure I'm in the studio more now just because he got signed. It's not because... The, his label or anybody from his label is even gonna mess with me it's not that it's just because i'm supporting him i know the support that he's gonna need to make him look the best version of yeah. himself as well too right yeah. so i got his back like that yeah man and yeah. i see
0: it like for the shows too with jc with cali yeah you know him opening up for, for uh strict soon like i just like saw the post out yeah. right there on yeah. shout, and shout
1: there. that out too yeah. man, that's good
0: 100 <laughs> percent, man and I think right now, I think this is going to be your year, you know, because you're headlining, like, with a lot of other people, too, with Young Pro, with mm-hmm. other artists, uh, too. Like, you were doing some stuff with uh, Toronto Rap Stars. So, like, definitely seeing your consistency, like, being at these shows and being at these events, like, I feel like it's going to fuel it for something to be even way more bigger bigger than, like, what it should be, you know, so.
1: God willing, inshallah, my brother, you know, I pray, I pray, I pray
0: daily yeah. about it. I
1: I look at it, like, you know, right now I'm just putting in that
0: work, so. Yeah. You know, they say if you put in your uh, 10,000 hours, you'd be all right. Nah, <laughs> 100%, <laughs> man. I think uh, we already asked this question, like, you know, just, like, even when we were discussing, like, other stuff, too. So I'm going to move to the next uh, question, too. So, you know, 2023, like, even, like, with now versus, like, before, you know, there was, like, more of an influx on, you know, people, like, disrespecting the ops and, like, dissing the ops, too. Mm-hmm. Dissing dead ops, all that type of stuff to smoking on this, smoking on that. I think, you know, the picture. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even uh, in this uh, culture uh, right now, how do you even feel about the whole like dissing on the dead or smoking on the dead stuff going on like right now in music?
1: Initially, I was weirded out by it. I didn't understand the whole concept by it. But then, because I'm such a. I try not to be judgmental and try to adapt to what's going on. Remember, this is not a guy from. That was born in early 80s that started this dis and smoking on anybody. It's it's a younger generation that's that's on the come up, on the rise, doing their thing, and and they started a trend. So for me now, as being who I am, I'm saying, you know what? I don't wanna judge these guys and just try to understand where they're coming from. As much as I don't agree with it, I understand it. I don't agree with it. I I feel like they could they could they could use say better things use better things and blah 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 but i understand it to an extent i understand because i'm that type of person you know i understand where they're coming from you know they yeah. they're tired and and they just want to be the most disrespectful yeah. and 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 i and i and i get it in in a sense of being an angry person so i yeah. get it no. you know i'm not saying i wish they wouldn't do it only because i know that they have mothers brothers sisters cousins aunties uncles family members too, right? I wish they didn't, but I, like I said, my brothers, I wish you would stop, but I'm one person to say, I I, I, I understand you guys to an extent. I understand you guys yeah. to an extent why you guys doing what you're doing.
0: A hundred percent, and I guess, like, there's no sort of, like, end uh, to the situation unless... not
1: going to die soon. Trust me, brother. They're, they're going to... A lot of... There's going to be a new generation coming in and they're going to change it up, you know? And... The ones that started it, they're gonna grow up, you know. They're gonna understand the difference and the levels to life and this how how, how stuff just changes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why that's why I'm not judging them. I understand they're in a zone right now, like so they, they're just they're yeah. in survival mode, and this is what they feel like they got to do. Yeah. So I get that. Being a person that was in that zone in survival mode and doing what I got to do. Yeah. So I feel like they'll 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 grow up, man. They'll grow up. They'll grow up and they'll they'll change. They'll help change the culture and change the narrative eventually. Yeah. One day, God. Will. I try to stay positive too, as you could tell. But you know, if they don't, they don't. It is what it is. People like you and I just have to adapt and adjust and 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 you know, no, no right from wrong type stuff.
0: Nah, no, most definitely, man. And you know, getting onto this like other uh, topic right now, I don't know if it might be true or not, but like in one of your freestyles, you mentioned about like being a father and going hard in your career for your kids. I don't know if that's like true or not like if you have kids or anything like that.
1: Most of my stuff is facts. Most of my music is facts. All right. Most of it 99.9 9. if I said something like I drank a Fanta and st- or Fiji water instead of a Pure Life water, that might be the only cat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <True. laughs> but much. like
1: yeah. I have 3 kids that's facts I have three kids that I take care of and I love them dearly and that's my reason for getting up other than my mom and you know the people that I love you know my team that's here with me supporting me and other than all of that stuff my kids is like my top tier main focus because I know what it's like being a kid and I know what it's like I just want to leave some stuff behind for them and you know provide for them the best way that I can and and guide them the best way that I can not control them or none of that you know And, and they're the my kids, hearing my kids sing my songs, you know, tell me, Daddy, I'm proud of you. They want to come to my shows. My daughter been on stage with me, you know. My son was, you know, rapping my lyrics, and I, I, I play my son an instrumental, and he'd be like, Yo, I ask him like, Is this fire or not? And he'd be like, Yeah, this was all right. And you know, sometimes my kids are the first people to hear my new songs. And and that just warms my heart, you know. Just to know, like, I right, if they like it, cause they're the young generation coming yeah. up. So if these, yeah. <laughs> if they can like it, and yeah. I'm on to something, <laughs> right? And 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 they motivate me, and they they push me to be a better person and all that fun stuff. So my main focus, you know, main focus is my kids and my money.
0: No, hundred percent and you know being a parent like in the music industry too um what are some things that like people like outside that room you know people who aren't like parents or uh-huh. people who are like deadbeat parents you know want to <laughs> understand about you know managing like a full-time music career like while being a parent in that sense
1: <sighs> time it's just time it's managing your time it's managing your time you know as much as like right now like I could have been on a FaceTime with my son. Mind you, I FaceTimed my son or he FaceTimed me maybe I wanna say a half an hour, forty five minutes before this call. I mean before the interview. You know? So like it's like stuff like that, you know, and I and I told him, Yo, wish me good luck, bro. Yeah, wish me some good luck, bro. You know, so that those are things that keep you going, motivated, you know, but still I still I could have been here five minutes earlier or ten minutes earlier. But I had to take that phone call from my son and stop what I was doing yeah. to give him my undivided attention and blase, blase, you know. So, yeah. you know, people don't understand that this it 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 comes with a lot, man. You know, being a parent, making music. Sometimes you know I want to say the craziest of craziest, but then I got to think about them because they listen and they see me, you know, and 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 and. And it's money too, you know. I be I gotta be buying them stuff and then still paying for a music video, <laughs> you know, and pay for studio yeah. time and all that yeah. fun stuff. So yeah. it's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard. But they're the they're the reasons. They're they're yeah. they're they're one of the reasons. One of the main reasons. But they're one of the reasons that that I, I get up and keep going. You know, and at least I could leave something bef- behind for them. You know, it's yeah. like my imprint. So God forbid, you know, I was to go anytime soon or whatnot. Yeah. My daughter, and my son. My two daughters or my son could like type on YouTube and say "bugs so so and so and such and such yeah. and then watch me you know and 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 God willing I know it'll break their heart a little bit you know if I wasn't here, but at the same time I know it will still motivate them and I know it motivates yeah. them now while I'm alive and kicking. So that's, that's the, that's the fun stuff about it. You know, that's the good, that's the perks, I should say, not fun, but the perks.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely like, I mean, they need a father in their life too. And like, you know, you being in their lives, it's amazing to see too, because, you know, not a lot of people can step up to be like an amazing parent or even be like a dad in the household. But like, once you like have that like strength and like good God willing in you to even be with those kids, you know, it's the best way possible, you know, like Mm -hmm. no one can say anything, you know, so. I mean, they can, but we ain't listening. <laughs> <laughs> nah, most they can say man. what they want, but we ain't listening. True, true. Most definitely. And you know, right now in Toronto, uh, gentrification is, like, mad crazy right now. Like, Scarborough, like, it has, like, th- that effect, too. Like, you know, North York, Jane and Finch, like, it's having that effect, too. It's everywhere uh, nowadays, too. So mm-hmm. um, what are your thoughts on, like, gentrification in Toronto right now? What do you mean? So say that word again. Gentrification. So it's like, um, so like, you know, like an old area that gets tore down, torn down, like, yeah. um, and then they put like, you know, new establishments or new buildings to make it, you know, to move the poor away and then put it in the rich class and all that. So I like, just learned something today. <laughs> so like, so say that word again. Gen-
1: gen- gentrification. So, oh, um, sick. I could give one that example. in a uh, Yeah.
0: Like Region Park, you know, back then. Yeah, not in condos. Yeah.
1: So I get what you mean. So you're
0: saying like, how do I feel about
1: them them tearing down metro houses to build up their condos and all that fun stuff basically?
0: yeah I mean if you want to get your thoughts on that
1: um and trying to move us move my people out because I, I feel like anybody in the ghetto is my people but um I don't like it because I don't feel like they're there's they're they're providing for 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 the people that they're trying to move out. You know what I mean? I feel like they're they're putting people in a lot of sticky situations. You know what I mean? It's like imagine somebody telling you, hey, by the way, uh, we're building a condo here. Hey, you got to go. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, now you're just... It's like I don't feel like they're trying to break the cycle. I feel like they're trying to create more poverty, more destruction, more, you know, messing up the culture, you know, metro housing. and, and they're, they're, I really just feel like they're trying to add to the poverty instead of trying to take it away personally
0: hundred oh, percent. I mean, they're moving these people to like Brampton or to other areas too. It's not really solving the, th- the problem too in terms no. of like everything going on. It's just kind of creating more of a bad habit. Like,
1: How do you move somebody from Regent Park to Brampton? Think about what I'm saying. Like you move them to Brampton now. I just seen something on the, I don't know what, I was on the news that Brampton has the highest insurance like yeah. getting insurance in Brampton is the craziest, so now imagine you move a guy that's from Toronto that was just paying a hundred bucks on his insurance now you move him to Brampton now, maybe you might put him in metro housing or you know some type of uh what's the what's another word not metro housing there's another word for metro housing
0: uh like subsidized yeah, yeah subsidized housing. Like, yeah, idea.
1: all of that stuff like. Uh, you move a guy out there now and you tell him, hey, by the way, buddy, you got to pay uh, 300 bucks because you live in Brampton for insurance now. Yeah. But sorry. No. Like, you know what I mean? You just it's, you're not trying to break the cycle. You're not trying. Like you said, you're not trying to create opportunities for people. You're kind of putting them in a worse predicament or a worse situation
0: yeah.
1: and then having them to result in whatever they choose to result yeah. in. right?
0: definitely, no, man. We just have uh, some of these uh, few uh, topics uh, for a bit, too. Uh, but um, how do you feel about um, social media nowadays?
1: I don't like so much social media at all. I don't like the image that it portrays. I don't like the fakeness behind it. And I just don't like social media. I mean, I understand what... There's so much you could do with social media. But I... Oh, How about this? I like the positive when it comes yeah. to social media. But the negativity that comes with it is annoying as, yeah. as, as, as ever. Like, yeah. people are... F- too fake on it for me, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, no, most definitely, man. I mean, even, like, you know, people, like, doing, like, music videos, uh, too, and all that, you know, like, like, like the average person, like, they'll do a music video, like, they'll wear all these chains, like, all this other type of stuff, too, knowing 100% it's, like, very, like, rented and all that from the, yeah, you know, yeah, the jeweler, hey. from the car dealership, you know, everything's, whatever, like, yeah, man. Whatever the case may yeah. be,
1: and not, but they're not, and then, again, they go on there, and they're more looking for the fame and the repetition and all that, I mean, not repetition, reputation, And then it's like they're not even spreading awareness to what's really going on. So it's just like you're just destroying your own people. But that would be for a whole nother conversation, right? Not 100%, man.
0: And in terms of of like mental health, like in that sense too, like Mm. how do you deal with your mental health as a person in your position, you know, like a rising underground artist like in the city of Toronto, like with everything going on in your life with music, doing shows, and everything else too, do you feel like at times it could be like overwhelming?
1: My my, my my mental health, you're
0: saying? Uh, yeah, so, like, more so.
1: Um, how do I deal with it? I pray a lot. I meditate. You know, I um, I focus on my breathing. Stuff like that, you know. I, I try not to let... I try not to live in my fear, my anxieties, and all that stuff. I try not to live in my in- insecurities. You know, and I try to walk with love in my heart and just keep the, the faith, To the best of my abilities, you know, and trust in the most high. That's how I deal with my mental health, you know, me personally.
0: Most definitely, man. And with regrets, like you have, like, no regrets, or do you have like any regrets in that sense?
1: The truth is I try not to live with regrets, but I do have some. I try not to live with regrets, you know, that's that's what I was taught, you know, not to live with any regrets, but the truth is there's certain things in life I wish I didn't do, wish I didn't say, etc., etc.,
0: Yeah. That's the truth. Most definitely. And to uh, close it off uh for a bit too, uh what's your like next for you? Like in terms of sorry, what's uh, next for you this year in terms of like other stuff going on, like with shows? Like I know you released Asylum, so yeah, you doing um, like a lot of promo on that?
1: Promo. Um I should be dropping some freestyles coming up and uh couple shows coming up but i ain't gonna speak on them you know you you, you y'all be seeing me again on stage live but truth be told is i like to end off any interview is just letting everybody know any camera that's listening to me anybody that's listening to me i'm not going anywhere and expect a whole lot of pressure a whole lot of pressure i'm at your neck with it i ain't stopping for nothing you gotta take me out yourself to stop me that's a fact I'm doing this for my brothers in the sky. I'm doing this for my brothers in the cells. I'm doing this for my brothers living and and supporting me and walking with me. I'm doing this for my kids, my family, my mother, you know, all of that. My people, the people that I love, you know, all of that fun stuff. And I will not stop. You got to take me out to stop me. That's the only way. And I'm only getting better, best believe that. True, true. Facts
0: alright man Bugs you know thank you uh, for coming by and like they could uh, tap in on social media at uh, Bugs.free right?
1: yeah Bugs.free on Instagram I ain't giving you my Snapchat cause I don't trust y'all <laughs> and um, this, the EP's out now Asylum I please Toronto go listen don't be weird go listen I'm telling you it's good music shout out my brother Portion shout out my brother Singer shout out my brothers all my brothers I could name a whole list of people and all i'm gonna say is rp the fallen one of my best friends passed away rp welly and, and we'll leave that at that and nothing but love thank you for having me yeah man no, and I'm thank so you for thank you how about this can i say it again on yeah, camera man. live one more time yeah. he actually does his research that's refreshing to me no homo but that's very refreshing because he did his research he tapped in he asked me some respectful questions and he actually made me know that he's like He went and did his homework and he and he seen he seen the progress in the journey. So I wanna shout you out and thank you for having me on your on your show, my brother. Yeah, man. Love and none but love. I
0: really appreciate it. You know, much respect, love and everything else too, like regardless, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know it should be a man and you know, bugs, you know, thank you for coming by man, you know. This is like episode thirty three of T White Talks, you know, you're gonna see it on any other platform, YouTube, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts and all that, you know, always give that review like on Apple Podcasts, you know, that five-star, that four-star, like whatever star you, start you want to give, but yeah, man.
1: Five stars only. <laughs> Show him some love and respect, man. Yeah. He's doing his thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Now, regardless, you know, thank you, man. And you know, this is Josh, also known as Yashu, with the rising legendary artist Bugs in the Building on Tilo white Talks. <laughs> Legendary. Signing off. Legendary.
1: Legendary. <laughs> you love, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. You, man.
0: Regardless, bro. Thank you. Man. Man. Yep, Thank man. you.